calm now. I have had an email from Warhammer. Transpires it's Warhammer 43. And uh, she responded, I'm sorry, I got you confused with somebody else. And yet, my feedback still stays at 99%. But, you know, I've put it in perspective now. I've moved on with my eBay life. Um, and I've constructed a small voodooed, voodoo doll out of an old Warhammer figure. And I'm going to melt it this evening. So, so watch out. No, 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 I'm fine. Um, but I did go to my son's school Christmas fair today. And when I think of a Christmas fair, I think of raffles where you can win tins of sardines and beans and um, buy knitted snowmen. Uh, but lo and behold, as I walked past a bric-a-brac stall, Boba Fett Mighty Mug stood on the table, not in packaging, but in mint condition. And as I glance at said Boba Fett Mighty Mug, on the back it's got a label and it says, 50 of your British pence, please. Um, yeah, so I have Boba Fett Mighty Mug. Thank you to my son's school for that. Boba Fett Mighty Mug. Oh, oh my goodness me. Wood, I like drunk wood. I've just finished listening to the last episode. I like Drunkwood. Drunkwood is cool. I liked it when he said about twisting his balls in circles uh, due to the Deadpool hatred. It, Drunkwood's good. St- I think start drinking on the way home, then eat dinner, continue drinking, then record. It, it, uh, as good as wood is normally, but Drunkwood is good. I like it. It's cool. And Vince, I'm sorry I didn't speak with you at Wild Pig, man. Um, you were been diving and I'd love to got to talk to you so um we will chat soon my friend and your audio clip scared me to my very soul um that is all peace love and comics bye bye 11 o'clock comics I want to thank you for making a shit day better I am currently Satan because once again our rabbit has escaped yes I went out last night kind of a Christmas stroke meal stroke karaoke uh, thing <laughs> with the guys getting last night a little bit inebriated and uh, my role as always is to transport the rabbit hutch from the garden into the house and for whatever reason either I've left the hutch um, unsecured or I've given our rabbit a set of lock picks, a shovel and a um, ordnance survey map of the local area and he's managed to escape in some way. Either way, it's my fault and I'm a bad guy, so therefore um, I'm pretty much hated by my two children. I'm very unpopular with my wife right now. However, in the car today, I've been listening to 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 85, and just having a load of fun with it. You guys uh, do a lot for uh, for all of us, mate, guys, mates, and uh, yeah, you make me smile guys and um for all the people that shake their fists at their ipods um it's free and uh, you give a, a lot of people a lot of uh, a lot of joy and as happy as that sounds uh you made my day okay with you mixing your drink and your tea in your stomach and uh david what did you say please stop writing you're making me dumb i nearly pissed my pants so guys Along with you, my copy of Chew uh, number six and my lock and key number one, 
I feel much better now, and I am ready to go home and face the rabbit, rabbit less music. So there you go. That's me signing off. I'm hunting wabbits. Still, in the fucking rain. Echo 7 to Echo Base. I have it. Repeat, I have the rabbit. Back in the cage. The rabbit is back in the cage. Yes, after many <sighs> stormy, windy, cold, wintry nights, the rabbit braved the storm sliced a tom-tom in half with a lightsaber and crawled inside to, to shelter against the wilds and finally came out the other end. Uh, not out of the tom-tom's arse, because that would be disgusting, but... Yeah, he's back. <clears throat> I should have known, really, because he, he'd been... When I'd been putting him in the run over the last couple of days, he'd kind of been shaking his leg and whistling and sawdust had been coming out of his trousers. So I think he's been digging for a little while. Him and Donald Pleasance, just at the bottom of his cage. But, um... I should have known. He's back! Yes! Rory is back in the cage. Thank you for your thoughts and prayers. If people haven't talked about Chew and told you to buy Chew enough, and if the message hasn't got through, then last-ditch effort. Read Chew. Um, issues 1 through 5 for the first story arc were awesome. Um, and I kind of thought that after issue 5, we might get kind of a lock-and-key style see you next year or you know come back um in about three four months and we'll have the next um next issue for you but true to form issue six bang right on time new story arc ready to go out just one month after issue five um and just as good if not better um and a good time to jump on as well as a little recap and just laugh out loud funny so you've got agent um chew and you've got uh, Kobe, who's back, who's just an asshole, but we love him. Laugh out loud, funny. Walks into a bank, walks up to an employee, and says, "That's Agent Chu. I'm Kobe. Try not to stare at my scary robot hair face. I'm overly sensitive about it. Plus, I got an unpredictable hair trigger temper. It makes for a dangerous combination. Just fucking awesome comics. And he might have to eat a pile of poo." <laughs> Bite you. Hello, 11 o'clock comic listeners. Uh, this is Matt Burden, Templar. Um, just calling in two things, really. One, Merry Christmas, one and all. Even um, Scrooge McVinterton over there. <laughs> Merry Christmas, uh, everyone. And I hope you all have um, a good one. As you can tell by my voice, I'm a tad hungover due to last night's um, works Christmas party um, and the other thing is um, the gift exchange um, thank you so much for setting it up that that was uh, that was amazing I I struck gold because um, Andy Jewett got me and uh, sent me over an email to say do you want some art what, what do you like and uh, being quite new to collecting art and sketches and such um, I, have, I don't have a Spidey I don't have a Spider-Man I received today full uh, colours and inks, so gorgeous watercolours and uh, fully inked. Uh, it's commission, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's slightly bigger than an A4, 
just gorgeous. So I'm going to post it up on the forum. Andy, thank you so much. He also sent me Awesome 2, the Indie, indie Spinner Rack Anthology, Sicko, uh, and Word 2, Sequential Sketches and Scribbles, The Art of Andy Jewett. So I'm Andy Jewetted up to the... Uh, up to the eyeballs here and uh, I have a very quiet day at work today and I'm going to just lap all this up so I would never have any of this stuff or um, be yeah, be, be flicking through this stuff right now uh, or have this smile on my face if, if not for this amazing show that you put together so from me to, um, to you guys and, and everyone out there in, in podcast land, Merry Christmas, have a good one and uh, I look forward to many more um, podcasts and comics next year Bye-bye. Hi, 11 O'Clock Comics. It's, um, it's Matt, Templar on the forums, just saying, Merry New Year! And um, really just kind of, I, I've read a heap of stuff over Christmas and just wanted to kind of get it off my chest and uh, and, and kind of open it up, really. If you wanted to uh, kind of, if you've read any of this stuff or wanted to uh, kind of talk about it on the forums. Um, thanks to Mr. Wood, um, I did managed to get manage. I did get all four issues of Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers and I think myself and Joe, my son, um, who's six, um, have read that through probably up four times now. At his request, even though I, I will not uh I'm not gonna grudgingly read this book because it's just a ton of fun. Um so good. Um and in full agreement on the price of uh, of the hardcover. It's just ridiculous in in the uk it's like 18.99 for four issues and i think you get like an extra issue but um no pick up pick up the issues and read them to death because it's so much fun uh iliopolis and and guerra um just do a bang up job and now we're on to uncanny x-men first class which he's absolutely loving and uh, i'll be picking up the first trade of that um and i got an ipod touch for christmas because my wife is awesome and uh, immediately got Comixology and uh, Comic Comics um, app for it and uh, downloaded a load of stuff. And I remember David talking about Box 13 um, a little while ago and sought that out. I think it's six issues, and they were all free um, from uh, from David Gallagher and Steve Ellis. And really good, really good stuff. Definitely check that out. And I, I didn't know whether I would really take to reading comics on, on the iPod, but it's a piece of piss, as we say in the UK. Really good. Really, really good. So I've um, got all of that. I'm about halfway through that. Um, and, and the first issue of everything, issue one, is, is free. I'm probably you know, preaching to the converted here, but I, I, I don't know. I just think it's it's amazing. See? Another A word. Not awesome, but amazing. Um, I got Atomic Robo, um, issue one, for free, and loved that. So immediately got you can get the trade. You can get the first six issues for like here anyway. It's about £2.50, I think. Um, so I got that, which I'm loving, from Red 5 Comics. Um, I got Zombies of Mass Destruction as well. Um, the first four issues, I think, again, from Red 5 Comics. That's a ton of fun, dropping zombies onto parts of the world you don't like and then having the sun come up and destroy any trace that they were even there in the morning. That's uh, that's pretty good. And at last, I sat down and read Josh Cotter's Skyscrapers of the Midwest, and it's... Brackets, awesome but amazing. Um, just incredible stuff. Really, really, only only that book could make a kid getting caught short at camp and having a shit in the bushes and wiping his ass with the hide of a rabbit, Eddie Murphy style. Um, kind of enchanting and poignant and 
confusing all at once. Um, just amazing. If you haven't checked that out and uh, you don't want to kind of stump up the money for the trade, it's available on Comics X and uh, or Comics, um, and it's about first issue's free, and then you can pick up. I think four issues for next to nothing. It was like a pound for me um, per issue. So I've, I've just had a um, a really good Christmas, and thanks to this little gizmo, the iPod Touch, I'm reading stuff that just wouldn't be as easy for me to get. It's literally just a you know um, a thumb away. So yeah, and I will definitely be picking up um, most of this in in trade in paper. I'd love to have this in paper and um, paper format. So. I've just had a ton of fun um, over over this Christmas with this medium and most of this stuff. In fact, all of this stuff I never would have um, picked up or heard about or thought about at all had it not been for 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock comics. So I hope everyone had a good one. And uh, if anyone's read any of this stuff um, or has any more you know, recommendations on apps or indeed um, digital comics, just, um, yeah, let me know on the forums. See you later. Bye-bye. And now for the weather. Diamond Comic Distribution UK has been snowed in and won't be delivering due to weather conditions. No one's getting any of their fucking books on Thursday. And now sport with Chris. Hi. Um, I, I've got a story for you. And if I start rambling, I apologize. In fact, I'd make no apology. Because um, it's... Because this has just blown me away and I've just got off the phone with the person that this story is about. So a friend of mine, Michael, uh, he's probably 40, 42, pretty much had the worst year of his life in 2009. You might remember probably about a year ago, I left a, a, um, a hotline message about, uh, I got in trouble. I mean, I got in some serious trouble at work. And however sort of funny, um, the kind of, uh, there was some fun to be had about me getting in trouble over some <laughs> over uh, the use of the computer at work and um, and kind of comic book related um, stuff. <clears throat> yeah, it, all well and good. It ended up, you know, okay. And I got in some proper trouble and disciplinary action ensued. And I had to do a year of final written warning over it. And this past week, I actually am now not on a final written warning. And I am... I can breathe the sigh of relief. So last year wasn't particularly great. Um, but a very good friend of mine, Michael, uh, kind of spoke out for me um, about a year ago and put his hand up and just said, look, you know, um, there's been a misunderstanding here. You need to give Matt a chance. And I'll never forget. I never, ever forgot that. And I, when I worked with Michael, um, just I only worked with him for about six months. And just to kind of get to know him, we were kind of <clears throat> backwards and forwards, what kind of movies we like and stuff. And comics came up in conversation. And... Uh, we were talking about 300 at the time, which I think had just come out on DVD. And uh, lots of we we were just talking about what was new and what, what I was reading and stuff. And he's very open to kind of new ideas and uh, trying new mediums and, and things like that. But he was never a comic book fan. A comic book fan, and he was like, okay, well, I didn't know 300 was a you know, comic book and stuff. So he instantly kind of hit play.com uh, and ordered 300 Batman Year One. Um, Dark Knight Returns and Lock and Key, the first hardcover, because I was, you know, I think that it had just wrapped up around that time. Um, he ordered those, and then what happened last year with kind of getting in trouble and stuff, I uh, left that office, and uh, I haven't spoken to him for 
for ages and whenever I have spoken to him I've always said oh did you ever read any of that stuff and he's always um, just either been too busy to talk or we've never really gotten to talk about it this past year Michael has uh, been fired he was uh, wrongly accused of something and uh, he's now sort of pursuing legal action and so he, he's been fired he lost his job his uh, as a result he was uh, you know unpaid for months on end and his wife left him for his best friend. Um, he spent six weeks in his like, rental flat. He just locked himself in his rental flat and pretty much drunk himself into oblivion uh, with depression. And his daughter, his uh, 16-year-old daughter, brought him out of it probably about three months ago. Um who she they're, they're they're absolute soulmates, they're kind of best friends and they've always um kind of been there for each other and she pointed out that look I've you know I've lost my dad this year. Where are you? And you know, I need you back. And um he called me about an hour ago and we had like a big kind of heart to heart about you know, where he's been, what he's been doing, you know, we just haven't been we haven't talked over the last year really. He's had so much going on and he he's just turned the phone off and just no. And he called me about an hour ago pretty much say thank you because it, when his daughter kind of said look you need to snap out of this he apparently was unpacking some boxes because he'd had to move out and came across lock and key maybe one uh, dark Knight returns and 300 and for the last kind of part of him just shutting himself away at home uh, which I'm assuming was like three months he just read those books on a loop uh, and according to Michael he's read often here about six times and, and each of those titles six times and he's kind of gone back to what he used to do when he was a kid which I didn't know was drawing and sketching and putting pen to paper and it's just kind of brought him out of his depression and tomorrow he's on his way down to um, a place in space my comic store that I that I frequent to start up a um a pull list and just embrace comics as a medium because he's kind of connected to these books and these characters and uh, these pictures mixed with text that we that we love and that's what has kind of brought him out of whatever he was going through that along with you know the help of your daughter and I just think that's amazing uh, or awesome to coin a phrase that you know. He, he literally stumpacked a box and there on the coffee table was four books that I recommended a year ago and he never touched them or he just never got the time and they've just been you know such a help and I'm sorry if this is a really long story and um, bring on the scorn but I just uh, I just think that, that, that that's amazing and I'm just glad that you know those books were there for him to, to help him whatever way they could I, that's about it really <laughs> so um at the um at the uh, uh risk of being any more mushy i'll leave it there but uh yeah comics are amazing and 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 can you know they've got so many uses and and so many fun memories for all of us and uh but right there they 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 helped somebody um who's a good friend of mine and uh, i want to do that anyway see ya bye Hello, my name is Jacob Welch, and I'm a comic book addict. How do I know that I'm a comic book addict? 
well, other than the obvious reasons, I am sitting in front of a Mile High Comics at 7.45 in the morning, day after Christmas. It's freezing. It's snowing. I can hardly keep my eyes open. And I'm getting ready to go into a comic shop at this wee hour of the morning after Christmas. I constantly look for comics wherever I go. I can be with my family at a national park, walk into the gift shop looking for something for the family, and I'm constantly scanning for comics. What am I looking for there? I have no idea. It could be a Smokey the Bear comic. It could be some kind of nature thing. It could be um, a comic about identifying scat and tracks for animals in the forest. I have no idea, but I'm constantly looking for them. And what happens to me last week? Uh, work at a college. We have a book recycling box. Having me walking past, I glance in. What do I see in there? Stack of about 30 Marvel comics, uh, various other things. We've got a bunch of War of Kings, a bunch of you know first four, five, six issues of runs. What does this do? It's a great thing to have happen. It just reinforces that I should be looking for comics everywhere. Christmas Eve, sitting online looking at the TFA sale. Christmas Day, online looking at the Midtown comic sale. It just follows me everywhere I go. I'm an addict, and I'm proud of it. Jacob Welch, Addiction Report number one, just left Mile High Comics, Christmas morning, uh, 8.23 a.m. I was in there for 20 minutes. Picked up the uh, new Avengers hardcover. This is the bigger collected oversized version, uh, volume one. Uh, new X-Men Ultimate Collection, Trades 1 and 2, Spider-Man Brand New Day Hardcover uh, 3, Spider-Man Craven's Last Hunt Hardcover, um, for the facts in the case of the departure of Mrs. Finch Hardcover, Spider-Man and Black Cat, um, this is the uh, evil that men do trade, Indiana Jones Omnibus 1 and 2, as well as the Indiana Jones Omnibus The Further Adventures of Volume 1, and the Peace de Resistance for me, Green Llama Golden Age Archives Volume 1, every single one, $5. So $50 spent, plus a $5 free one, and uh, pretty nice haul. Heading off to Mile High Comics location number 2 through the uh, snow and yuck. Things will probably be really picked over by the time I get there, but... Uh, if you anything good, I will call back. Jacob Welch, Addict, Mile High, stop number two, Mystic Arcana, oversized hardcover, Hood, uh, Marvel Max, hardcover, Planet Hulk, uh, Trade, and Barnum in Secret Service to the USA, Howard Chaikin, hardcover, five bucks a piece. Let's see what we get with stop number three. Mile High Stop number three, uh, just two books, slowing down. Uh, Young Avengers, uh, this is the uh, oversized hardcover of all uh, 12 issues in the first special. And Jack Kirby's Galactic Bounty Hunters, Volume 1. Um, it has been quite an eventful morning. See you on forums. Have a holy, jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Read some Deadpool comics with wood or share a yinling beer. I just made that up. Merry Christmas! 
11 o'clock comics. Bye. Hey, 11 o'clock. Uh, why do I keep screwing at the beginning? Hey, 11 o'clockers. This is Raf, uh, Wraith Maker. Uh, the audio, the audio drama is pretty much done. I, I ran out of material, but I did want to say I picked up a serious polyp and I really enjoyed it. Uh, good call, Vince B. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna pick up the Arkham uh, Genesis. The Bible, his adaptation Bible, sometime this month. We just got it back in here, and uh, yeah, and I also picked up Bean World Volume Three, which uh, concludes the, I think it was the spring arc of uh, Bean World. It was really good. I liked it. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, all the story plots were tied up fairly nicely, except for one. But I think we're gonna get more on that, like in the later storyline. It's an ongoing thing between Beanish and uh, the mystery the mystery pods that sort of teleport Venus away. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, if you, so if you haven't checked out Venus, check that out. Uh, definitely check out the series, probably the best graphic novel, and check out Chew, the best original comic book, ongoing comic series to come out this year. Uh, that's it. Kind of dry, kind of boring. They're after me. Oh, God, don't. What's up, 11 o'clockers? It's Haas. Just want to say hi and Happy New Year to the fellas. Love you guys. Even you, Chris Neesman, you're a funny dude sometimes. Um, Wood, you dress sharply like I don't know what. You are a cool mofo. Um, I have a recommended read for you guys. Oh, what's up, events? Because I love you, my bald head brother. And that dude, David Price. Let me stop. I I love David Price. He's a cool dude. I dig Marvel Noise. And um, he doesn't try to be like a fake Rucker fan, like, you know, someone. But I'm not going to mention any names. Anyway. My recommended read is Avengers Initiative, issue 31. It was it was hot. It was I've been reading the book since uh, we're almost there's like three four issue run on it, and um, it's good. I'm a little sad because it may disappear when they do or after siege and stuff is over, but we'll see. Anyway, I uh, pick it up, read it. I don't want to tell you what's it about. Oh, it's a Taskmaster story, and um, Taskmaster's pretty kick-ass, and um, it's a good story. Um, be careful what you wish for, because that's what the Taskmaster did, and oh, well, just read it and see how he ended up. All right, 11 o'clockers, is Haas, I am out, and um, that's it, peace. Nice man, is Haas. Um, I heard you don't know what order the Queen and Country books. That's sad, Neesman. That's really sad. You're supposed to be Craig Ruck. Yeah, Greg Ruck is number one. You see how upset you got me? Oh, Neesman, you make me angry. Ugh, I'm going to eat your fandom one day. Anyway, do you know Mr. Rucker wrote a story in um, Buffy Tells the Slayer Volume 1? It's a prose story. And um, it's awfully good. It came out in 2001. You never mentioned that, do you, Neesman? Yeah. You don't mention stuff like that, do you? I don't think you're a real fan. Stop faking these, man. I'm coming after you. House out. I can't believe you don't know what to order. That's sad. 11 o'clockers. It's Haas. I'm calling again because I can do that. I can do that. What's up, fellas? I have a recommended movie for you guys and the 11 o'clock audience. I need a nickname for 11 o'clock audience. That I will copyright. Anyway. Hmm, I'll think about that later. 
My recommended movie is Mirage Man. It's a movie from Chile. It is about blah, 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 blah. It's about a guy who decides to become a vigilante. It has great martial arts sequences in it, and it's well choreographed, and it has a good story. And it's also about how the media exploits people. So I got out of Netflix. It was kick-ass. I heard about it from the Crankcast, from Tabor. And I loved it. I might have to buy it. All right, 11 o'clockers is Haas, and I'm out. And um, Chris Neesman, what's up? Okay, bye. What's up, 11 o'clockers? It's Haas again. That's right, third time's the charm. Anyway, I have another recommended read for you guys. This is um, back in the day. The book is called Dark Stars from D.C. It was supposed to take the place to Green Landing Corps. It didn't. But it was really good. It went 38 issues. I bought just bought the entire one on eBay a few weeks ago. Haven't had a chance to sit down and read it yet. It has great Chavis. Ah, Chavis. Ah, can't say that. Ah, fudge. I think it's Chris Neesman messing me up. Damn you, spirit of Chris Neesman. It has great Travis Charette art. And also some feelings by Mitch Bird. I love Mitch Bird. He's maybe, um, how can I describe him? Probably like a pre-Ed McGinnis. So you guys should look it up, especially Miss Bird issues. I really enjoyed it. And maybe you will too. I'm thinking about getting those puppies bounded. All right, 11 o'clockers, Haas, and I am out. Stop messing with me, spirit of Chris Neesman. Well, you're alive, but you're not really spirit. Anyway, peace. Hey, guys, it's Cammy from San Diego. I'm calling because I've come to a realization. I have ready to go the Christmas special, and the New Year's Eve special of Doctor Who. The last episodes with David Tennant. I've had them waiting to be watched for a while now, but I keep avoiding them, and I just never realize why. Then I came to a realization when watching, uh, well, catching up on season four of Dexter. I don't want to watch them because those are the last episodes with Tennant as the Doctor, and I just can't bring myself to watch him. It's like, I don't want it to end. And, you know, I know it's not going to end. They got that new guy on ship. But, you know, I don't know. It's just like, you know, inside, I'm I'm, I'm torn. I, you know, I'm sure the new guy's going to be wonderful, but it's not Tennant. I, I love David Tennant, but I don't want to see him go. So, when I get home, I'm walking the dog right now. I'm, I might watch it, but Something inside me tells me that I'm not going to want to. So maybe next year I'll finally catch up. Maybe. Hey, guys. It's Whitehead Customs from the forum. Just want to let you know uh, I'm out of jail. Uh, I wasn't in there for very long, and I want to apologize for the language I used in my last message. Um, It was my birthday, and I think I pretty much explained everything, but... I had a ticket from several years ago for an expired license or tag hill. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it was from like 2003, 2004. And I had a a young, very young police officer pull me over. And I wasn't very respectful of him, I guess. And so he took me to jail. Of course, all charges have been dropped. And I got out and I had enough money to bond myself out. So... All my friends were asleep, and I couldn't let my frustrations out. Didn't have anybody to talk to. So I called you guys. 
I just wanted to uh, thank you for having your phone number available to us. Uh, crazy fans are out at all hours of the night. Uh, but about your la- latest episode, it was absolutely fantastic. That was some typical weird stuff you were talking about, Vince. Uh, I doubt I'll look into that, but um, I still love you, brother. Uh, the the bet, my favorite quote from the episode is where I believe it was Vince compared the Fantastic Four to the Beatles. And that that just truly, the 60s was such a great time. I wish I could have been born in that, but I was born in the late 70s. But it was such a great time for music. And the Fantastic Four, people that have never read those first issues, it was a complete game changer. Um, I, of course, did not read them till, um I got this issues of a comic called Marvel Saga in, uh, I guess it was the late 80s, early 90s. And that that's what got me back into Marvel Comics. And those first couple of issues, that's all they were doing was fighting. And you had the dialogue. Um, the dialogue wasn't that good, but, you know, they got the point across. And if you'll remember, some of those stories, you know, play a large part in what's going on today. And uh, I'm pretty sure Stan came up with a lot of that stuff. I know you don't like him, Vince, but he did. Uh, I got in the new Kirby OMAC trade. Pretty cool. I'm about seven issues away from getting my full run of Commandy. And I'm still about ten issues away of getting my full run of ROM. So if any of you guys out there have some of these issues, be happy to buy them off of you. Just contact me. Whiteheadcustoms at yahoo.com, and I'm on the forums and on Facebook. So uh, I love you guys. Merry Christmas, David. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Uh, I, think, I think you're a Jew. I'm not for sure. Either you or Chris, or I can't remember. I love you both. Uh, Jason, you still have not accepted my friend request. Um, I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Man, 11 o'clockers, you guys are effed in the head, man. This is uh, Garrick, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, I was just listening to the big argument with you guys about uh, how Stanley's writing holds up and the expectations of comics back in the day and how old stuff is never quite as good when you bring it into the modern light. Man, you guys are way off base. Uh, Where to start? Okay, first of all, um, I forgot who made the point, Gone with the Wind. If you were to take that movie line by line, scene by scene, and bring it into the modern day, people would laugh at it, and it would be a crappy movie. Well, yeah, it would be a crappy movie, because while it looked amazing in its day, it really wasn't that great a dialogue and whatnot movie to begin with. Take a movie like Psycho. When they remade that movie in 1999, they remade it shot for shot, line for line, scene for scene. The only thing different about the movie was that it was in color, it had different actors, and they changed like one or two words because the products that they were specifically talking about were out of date. Besides that, it was exactly the same as the original Psycho, and people enjoyed it. It was a decent movie. Whether you like remakes or not is the question. It still held up as a great movie. Um, Other examples, uh, things you guys are talking about, saying that uh, comic readers, and just readers in general from the 60s, oh, you couldn't write um, you know, good dialogue where nothing happens because they would fall asleep. Well, man, I've been reading Glamour Puss for the past year and a half, and i got to tell you, apparently comic strips were huge back in the day, and you would get three to four panels a day 
and that was it. And nothing would happen. It's like one entire day would be someone walking into a room, opening up a drawer, and there's a butter knife. And then the next day, they take the butter knife, and they ask somebody where they got this silver from, because it had initials engraved in it or something. And if that isn't boring, I don't know what is. But, you know, according to Glamour Puss, newspapers would advertise when they got a new strip in, and there'd be cardboard cutout standees of the characters at the newsstand saying, you know, we've got this new strip, and check it out. This is going to be totally awesome. Other things, uh, just because it's old does not mean it won't hold up. Look at um, Crumb's work from the late 60s. You know, that, to an extent, holds up much better than any of uh, Stan Lee's work because it's just as jacked up as it was back then. Other examples, uh, look at things like Strangers in Paradise and Bone. Those books are almost 20 years old, and they stand up perfectly. However, you take a look at what else is 20 years old, like the original... um, run of Youngblood and Wildcats and all that nonsensical bullshit from the Image Comics from back then, and that stuff hardly held up in its time. If you would take an issue of, oh God, what was that character, Troll from Image, which is one of those books I see in everyone's collection who collected comics in the 90s, they always got that one-off of Troll, that didn't stand up then, and it doesn't stand up now, so uh, I don't know, I guess in conclusion, you guys are full of shit. 